It's time for Always Learning with our friends at Barry and Risa. We have Superintendent Eric Hopstock joining us. Hello, Eric. How are you? Hello, Johnny. Good to see you. Good to see you and talk with you about the great things that you have going on at Barry and Risa. We've been, uh, I got to say, uh, as the title says, Always Learning, I am learning quite a lot about the different aspects and different departments that you have within uh, Barry and Risa. And we're going to focus on a, another one of those great uh aspects as well, right? We are. Seems like the last couple of weeks we've been taking a deep dive into all things special education. We talked a couple of weeks about early on. Last week, we had uh, the director of special education, Tina Lawson, and talked more globally about special education. And today is an opportunity to take a little deeper dive into the autism spectrum disorder program that we have. And Michelle Rubel, uh, one of the uh, the supervisor of that program is with us today and knows all things autism spectrum disorders. So she's here to to dive into that a little bit deeper. Absolutely. Hello. To, thank you for having me. Good to have you uh, and good to talk about this. Now, the uh, tell me a little bit more about the the ASD program. So the ASD program in Berrien County, um, there's sometimes a misperception that we are our own school district, hmm. but in uh, really what we are, we are the county program. So we provide programming and services for all of the the local districts. If they have students with autism who are in their school districts, that the the school districts are not able to provide the appropriate programming and services due to the severity of the autism, uh, which can include severe communication deficits, severe uh, behavioral issues. Um, you know, there's other needs that they are not able to meet. They do refer the students to our program. And then we have uh, classrooms all throughout Berrien County. We do have some classrooms that are at Blossom Land Learning Center. We have some classrooms that are at Lighthouse Education Center, and the remainder of our classrooms are spread all throughout Berrien County in local school districts. So we do have a range of services uh, that we do provide to our students. Uh, it could be anywhere from, you know, just working on those behaviors, working on mm -hmm. those communication skills, working on academics is a, is a big thing that we work with our kids on as well. Um, just social skills. Yeah. Um, you know, just really a well-rounded program for our students that need that additional support, more intensive support and services. Now, Michelle, how does a, a student enroll in the program? Okay, so for enrollment, they have to go through their local district. Like I said, we're not a district. We don't have yeah. residents since we're all of Berrien County. Uh, so they do have to go through their resident district, special education director, and then speak with them. If uh, if a parent is interested in that, or sometimes it's the school staff that are saying, you know what, we've exhausted everything we can do in mm -hmm. the school here. Let's look at something else. And so that's when we'll get the referral from our the local school district's local uh, special education director. Now, what's the difference between uh, ASD and other agencies that offer services to children with autism? We work actually pretty closely with some of those agencies. And so some people are more familiar with Logan Center mm -hmm. or Centria or Riverwood, you know, sure. some of those. The difference is, is those are on the medical side. The The students will need, the children will need a medical diagnosis mm -hmm. to access services through them. And then we don't need that medical diagnosis. They do need the educational eligibility under the special education rules in Michigan and the federal law. 
Um, and then uh, if they meet the criteria and they have the autism and then they also are determined to be a good fit for our program, we would take them in. And so we still work on a lot of things that those other programs will work on, like the communication skills, sure. like the behaviors. But we also work on the academics, uh, you know, because we are a school mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we make sure that we're tailoring their educational experience to their needs and to their ability levels. So we're, we kind of provide all of that. And so, then we do work in conjunction with those other programs okay. as well. So, you know, we do have individuals who are going to Centria or going to Logan Center or receiving services at Riverwood or another agency. And uh, we try to work in conjunction with them so we know what they're offering and how they're supporting mm-hmm. the student. And then how can we help that just add sure. on to that and provide more support? Now, what are some of the other skills that uh, these kids learn through this uh, ASD program? Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. A lot of our kids are, they're, they're nonverbal or they have very limited sure. verbal skills. Um, and so sometimes they don't, they're not able to speak. And that's something that we take for granted a lot of the time. You know, mm-hmm. if you want something, you can just ask for it. And these kids are not able to do that. So we really work on communication with them. So whether it's, if we can get them to verbalize uh, things, that's wonderful. But a lot of times we have to work with maybe a picture communication uh, exchange system, yeah. or we have to work with an iPad that has an app on it where they can point to different pictures and icons okay. and uh, communicate their needs that way. Um, we also work with kids on just transitioning. A lot of times students with autism, they have trouble transitioning from one activity to another, or even just um you know, if they were in a local district going from one classroom to the other or going from the classroom to the lunchroom or going from the lunchroom to the restroom, they have mm-hmm. trouble just transitioning from one activity to the other. So we work a lot on them, de- you know, just developing those transition skills, coping mechanisms, uh, where again, uh, other people may be, able, may be able to, hey, I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm going to I'm going to go take a little walk or I'm going to take a little breath or something. Mm-hmm. They don't have those coping mechanisms. And so we teach them how to access those, what to do, which then helps with the behavioral issues. If they're able to communicate more and the behaviors uh, issues are, are settled down, then we're able to teach them the academic skills that we want to. And we're always learning with our friends at Barry and Risa, and we have Michelle Rubel, who is the ASD program supervisor and one of them. Uh, now, you've talked about a lot of these skills, not only for you know, life, but also for learning for, for education. But what about uh, job skills? And, and also with that, where do they work and, and what sort of skills are they learning? Uh, we've got some great programs right now that our um, our staff are going out to these different businesses and agencies around Bering County. Um, we have um, what's called a vocational training lab, and we have two classrooms. They're currently out at the Center for Growth and Independence in Benton Harbor. And that's our home base for them. But okay. what they do is they go out to different job sites throughout Bering County. So some suggestions or some places they go subway in Berrien Springs. They, they, we have some students that are working out there. Cool. Uh, we have some students that go out to silver beach pizza in St. Joe and they're helping clean tables and, and uh, you know, wiping down chairs, cleaning the floors, all of that. 
we have kids that are going to the Southwest uh, Michigan Community Action Agency, where they're packing boxes of food um, that they that then the agency then distributes out at different times during the week. Uh, let's see, where else do they go? They go to Harding's and you know help to stock shelves. Yeah. They're going to uh, Anytime Fitness. And again, just cleaning off equipment, kind of just sure. making sure things are in order there. So I'm, they've just gone to so many different places. Oh, yeah. they'll go to the beach in St. Joe and they'll just go pick up trash and, you know, just kind of help keep the community and the area clean. So That's wonderful. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. A lot of good jobs and a lot of great skills that they're learning as well. And what, talk me uh, through or walk me through a little bit of a, a typical day for a student that is in the ASD program. So a day they'll come in um, on the bus generally. Um, sometimes a parent will bring them in, but generally they ride the bus. They come in the morning. Uh, we always have staff that are greeting them off the bus or out of their parents' vehicles, bringing them into the school. They'll do breakfast and they'll do some type of morning activity, uh, you know, just to get them settled for the sure. day and get things going. Um, and then throughout the day, really depending on which building they're in or which school building they're in, um, they will have some academic work. They'll focus on uh, some social emotional learning. They will focus on uh, communication building. Um, they will, if it's an elementary school, they go out for recess. Uh, they'll go out into the lunchroom. They'll do specials in those schools um, if if the student is able to tolerate that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, gym. Uh, art class music are always sure. good ones they can go into. Um, and then uh, a lot of our classrooms will also try to schedule some field trips. So they're out and about in the community going to maybe, um, you know, a kid's museum mm -hmm. or uh, the Apple Festival is always a fun one that they go to. Um, you know, and then they're just building all those different activities in different breaks during the day. Lots of social skill work. Again, our kids with autism tend to, you know, just want to keep to themselves a lot. Um, they're not as aware of others mm -hmm. around them. And, um, you know, again, with those communication deficits and then maybe some other challenges they face, they're not, they're not prone to wanting others around them. So we kind of have to teach them, no, we want to be around you sure. and we want you to right. be around others. And then that helps build their communication skills, their social skills. Um, it helps with their behaviors, um, you know, and it just helps them to be a little more independent as well. A lot of it too, daily living skills are things we work on, whether it's toileting, feeding, um, you know, just uh, tying your shoes, you know, again, a lot of the things we take for granted, mm -hmm. um, but those are some big skills and that we want our students to learn. Absolutely. And uh, Eric, I know you, uh, like you said, you you have a passion and, and skills in uh, special education and a passion for that. So this has been a, a really fun conversation to learn about a lot of the great things with the ASD program. It is. And, you know, don't think just because you have autism spectrum disorder, you're mm -hmm. in one of our programs. I think people right. are sometimes surprised that it's just a small percentage that are actually with us. A majority stay within their local school districts and they provide programming. They don't need the extensive supports that we provide. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is just some of the great things that you have under the umbrella of uh, Barry and Risa. If we want to learn more about the great things you guys do, where's a good place for us to find that? Barryandresa.org and then look for ASD program and you'll learn all you need to learn.